A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. What is today is uh, Francis Suarez, an American lawyer, a politician, and serving as the 43rd mayor of Miami. This week, he said that he wants to run for president. With us, Francis Suarez. Mayor Suarez, what's going on? Well, thank you, John, for having me. It's a pleasure to always be with you and change the conversation in America. We want it to be a conversation that focuses on what we're for, not what we're against. And I think a conversation where you're talking about the future of this country in a positive, inspirational, and unifying way is a different conversation than the one that we've been having, one that can create generational prosperity instead of a generational inflation one that can solve big problems like immigration, and I think a Hispanic Republican president would be in the best position to do that, and one that understands how to confront the dynamism of China that is both an economic and now increasingly a national security threat to the United States. I mean, there's so many things happening in the United States. Uh, People are starting to really get worried uh, about our borders. They're worried about uh, what's going on. Uh, with, uh, with fentanyl, what's going on with our universities, what's going on in Washington, where not even the Saudi Arabians, uh, who are our loyal uh, uh, allies, uh, believe what's going on in the White House anymore. Uh, what say you about that? I say that they should be worried. I say that we haven't been a good friend to the Middle East. I say that we've, unfortunately, our policies uh, have been incredibly disruptive in terms of uh, our projecting American strength, which is something that we've gotten accustomed to in my lifetime and we've gotten away from in this presidency. You know, uh, I never thought that I would say that we can live in a world where in America, the poor are getting poor, America is getting weaker. And if we don't do anything different, China could become the lone superpower in the world in my lifetime. That is not the kind of country that I want my children to grow up in. I have two children, a nine-year-old and a five-year-old, and I want to give them every single opportunity in this dynamic economic environment that we're in that's becoming increasingly knowledge-based, increasingly digital, for them to succeed. And the only way that's going to happen is if we position ourselves to win these generational economic battles like we've been doing them in Miami. Now, uh, you're of Latin background. Uh, How many uh, Hispanic Latins are there in America? There is uh, a growing percentage. It's about 20% of the country, which is roughly 60 million people. And uh, I think it's the key to winning. You know, oftentimes some of these presidential elections come down to 40, 50,000 votes nationally. When you think about what would it, what, how much votes you'd have if you changed one or two or three or four or five or 10% of the Hispanic vote, it would be earth shattering. It would be generational in its impact. And I think um, I'm focused on not just winning the election in 2024, I'm focusing on, on a generation of elections where Republican candidates can attract young voters that we lost to Biden by 26 points, um, that they can attract people in cities that I won by 85% and then was reelected in 80% and changed Miami-Dade County from a plus 30 for Democrats to a plus 10 for Republicans, a 40-point swing. That's the kind of change that we can get, including Hispanics and, of course, suburban women, which are uh, you know the, the quintessential swing voters in America that often decide presidential elections. So I think, you know, what I have to offer is unique. It's a combination of public sector experience, private sector experience with 
an inspiring, unifying message, which I don't think any other candidate, frankly, is offering. Well, uh, if, if you uh, couldn't sleep at 3 o'clock in the morning, what do you think the number one problem is for our country? The number one problem, uh, if you ask Americans, is inflation. Uh, the number one long-term problem is China. Uh, inflation is a problem because we cannot get out of our own way in terms of federal spending. Uh, we don't know how to balance our budgets. We haven't been doing it for a long time. Um, but if you look at local governments, state governments, and families in the kitchen table, they all balance their budget. In fact, we have the largest surplus uh, in our history. Uh, we also have the highest bond rating in our history. And that requires discipline. It requires making tough choices. And it requires having courage in, when you're budgeting. We cannot continue to live this fictitious life where we're having these debt ceiling debates every other year um, and, and, and on the precipice of, of catastrophic financial failure in the world markets. Um, that's number one. And number two, when you think about China, what they're doing with fentanyl, like you said, killing eighty to 90,000 Americans on an annual basis, um, using our trade deficit and the stealing of our to subvert us in our hemisphere, um, outmaneuvering us in places like Africa, uh, trying to broker peace between Saudi and Iran. I mean, it's just a really scary world when China is the aggressor and China is threatening Taiwan, the China, South China Sea, um, Japan. I mean, it's, 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 it's really bad. Mayor Francis Suarez, uh, Miami, thank you so much for coming on. Would you please keep us informed as your campaign goes on? Absolutely, John. You know I always do. Thank you. You got it.